Welcome back, mother lovers, to another episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the goddamn best How I Met Your Mother podcast on the goddamn internet. That's right. I'm adding a little flair to it today. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I am your host, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How you doing today, man? I am doing excellent. Woo, that's right. Uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. We are here to talk about season three, episode three, third wheel. It's going to be a good time. But, but wait, right. before we do, with the holiday spirit in the season of spookiness right. around the corner, we had something we had to bring up today. That's true. So scrolling on Twitter right before we dropped, you know, started recording this episode. And, uh, you know, one of the show creators himself, Craig Thomas, put out a tweet. And I was like, I got I got to read this tweet because it's about how I met your mother. So here we now, go. I had read it earlier, and I thought I, I honestly thought I had sent it to you. So I'm really sad that I hadn't. That's okay. I'm just glad that I, I caught it. So uh, here we go, folks. It says, if How I Met Your Mother had done a season 10, I would have liked to reveal that Robin Sparkles had starred as herself in a teen horror movie in which she and her friends and the robot are being hunted by a stalker superfan at a lake house in Saskatchewan, and it would be titled "Let's Go to the Mall," but "Mall" is spelled M-A-U-L. That's right. And uh, he had he had put out a thing saying if anybody wanted to design a poster for it, uh, he would 100% retweet it. And uh, there were a couple, but this is the one that we both agreed was the best one. Uh, if you're if you're watching, then enjoy now, this awesome now, poster. As you're looking at that. Imagine the, the the trailer in your head, you know, like they always do like the creepy nowadays. It's always like rock music and like they find a way to like slow it down and they they creepify it. Yeah. So with the theme being the let's go to the mall in my head, I hear the creepy piano just slowingly play it and you hear the everybody run away. Throw every last scream away. You'll all be mauled today. Fucking creepy. I got chills. Yeah. On man. My arm. I love it. I think it's great. Ah. <laughs> uh, I want to see. Oh this. my God. You know who the fucking. If this was set now and she was to go back to have done that, you know who could have been the, the super fan? Nobody asked you, Patrice. Dude, that yes, a hundred percent. That'd be fantastic. I think that they should get together and just do like a a Halloween special next year with this yes. idea. Yes, you know? it doesn't have to be a season ten. It can just be that. Spoiler alerts: the killer is good. Robin Sparkles. Ooh, I like it. It's like a battle of the idea. It's like Boy Meets World when Sean kills Sean. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. But yeah, so that uh, I thought that was really cool. I wanted to start off the episode with that. Let's go to the mall, folks. Let's go to, to the mall. Now, unfortunately for you all, this is not an episode about Robin Sparkles. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nope. This it's just is an the way it is. about tricycles. That's true. Now, Robin may have ridden a tricycle once or twice. I don't know. We never know. It's never brought up about Robin. It's true. But uh, I wouldn't doubt it. Just saying. Because honestly, she's one of the few people in the show I could see it. Yeah, absolutely. 
so this episode is season three, episode three, third wheel. It was uh, aired originally on October 8th of 2007. Only two days past that from the time that we are recording this. I was going to say, is it today the 10th? It is. It is the 10th. So it's so close to like the anniversary day. Yeah, it's so so close. Uh, And it's directed by Pamela Fryman and written by David Hemmingson. Now, I had some interesting facts about David Hemmingson. Uh, he worked as a producer for about 20 episodes or so on How I Met Your Mother. However, this is the one and only episode that he ever wrote for the show. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, however, he did do a lot of stuff. Uh, he wrote for The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Uh, he wrote for, I don't know if you ever watched the animated show Pepper Ann. Oh, yeah. I love Pepper Ann. Pepper yeah, Ann, so he, Pepper Ann. He wrote for that. Uh, Just Shoot Me. Uh, he's got um, some good credibles American dad don't trust the bee in apartment 23 uh, he did an episode of blackish uh, and then there was a show called whiskey cavalier uh, which he created which I love that show it's got uh, Scott Foley uh, on it nobody and, uh, asked Cohen. Sean that's right nobody asked Sean or nobody cares no, Sean. nobody cares Sean nobody cares Sean but then he w- also worked as producer uh, a producer on all of those shows, but also on shows like Family Guy. Wow. Uh, yeah. And so this uh, dude's like legit credits. Yeah. Like he, he was a, a consulting producer on Bones, you know? So, wow. like, he's done a lot of stuff. You know, uh, we only see, like I said, he only wrote this one episode of How I Met Your Mother, but he's done a lot. He's got a lot of credits yeah, to his name. Give so. him credit where credit's due. This is by far one of my. This would probably be my Mount, my Mount Rushmore of episodes. Yeah, it's a great episode. Like, yeah, he brings back that. Trudy. Mm-hmm. You get the belt, which yeah. I love the belt. Yeah. Um. Any anytime wrestling is involved into a, an episode somewhere, I love it. Hundred percent. Um, this episode doesn't feel like a twenty-two minute episode either. No. Yeah, I agree. It's a. It, it's it's really well done. So let's let's get into. Let's uh, do it. We got the summary here. Ted bumps into an old one night stand and is presented with the possibility of a threesome. Robin's personal rules for a first date backfire. All right. That's actually really the season three synopsis are getting better. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who, who did the writing uh, for these. Um, Cause usually these are taken from like the Hulu. I've noticed that a lot of them are taken straight from the Hulu uh, uh, summaries. Fair. So I don't, I don't know who writes those, but whoever started off the season three one is definitely because last season, man, there were some pretty janky summaries. Yeah, yeah that's like, what I'm saying. Like they were bad. pretty, like eh. yeah, yeah. I'm like really, like sometimes they leave out like half of the stuff that's happening, and it's like. Like, you barely scraped the surface of what's happening in this episode. I don't know. Well, and that's so one of the hard. things I love about this episode. I love that this episode, Barney, Lily, and Marshall are, like, really not important to the story at all. They could have not been in this episode at all, yeah. and this episode would have been the same. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you you need you need a little bit, because, like, you get... Lily kind of go who who goes down to the bar and stuff. To, True, to, but yeah, it's very it's very small. It's very minute for uh for the real stuff that happens in the episode. And Robin's stuff is just 
there. It's it's like the it's the B story. It's it's it, hers completely is separate. Story. Yeah, it's completely separate from. from but it makes else. me laugh because yeah, I'll, I'll I got questions to ask when we get to there. Okay, too, I'm excited. I to got hear. two big questions to ask you today when we get to those points. Awesome. All right, so the episode starts off with future Ted telling his kids that they may think they know all of the stories from before he met their mother, but that there are some stories that you tell and some that you don't. Which, I mean, if that's the case, future Ted, why the fuck are you telling your kids this story? (laughs) Right? I'm just, maybe he didn't tell them this story and he's just, it's just for us. But I don't think that's how this works in this show. No, but he's telling just, I mean, his he's, like teenage kids about the three a three way that he had a random three way. I don't know because I mean there was definitely a couple of episodes where he he's like I'm not going to tell you that, but then he tells us anyway. That's fair. Yeah, so maybe maybe he didn't actually tell them, but uh, either way, he's future Ted's got some uh, some sharing issues. He's got I think, some cojones. <laughs> that too. That too. Uh, and so we flash to Ted. In the bathroom at McLaren's, he's in a panic. He calls Barney, uh, and he tells Barney that he's about to go for the belt, to which Barney, he can't believe this is this is about to happen. And so we flash back less than half an hour ago. At this point, we don't actually know what any of that means. No. You know, if you've never seen it before, you're like, what is this belt? What is happening? And so, like I said, they flash back less than a half an hour prior. Marshall and Barney are playing Wii Tennis, which I thought was funny. I thought that's funny because in the first episode, they're playing some sort of video game, but it definitely was not a Wii controller. So I don't know what like, they must have a couple different I systems. I don't think a Wii was out during the first season. No, I'm sorry. I meant the first episode of this season. Oh, yeah. They, they were playing some other video game that did. It was not a Wii controller. No. So, like, they must have a couple of different systems. Uh in that living room because that's i mean this episode it's a hundred percent a wii controller yeah oh yeah it was a hundred percent a wii controller yeah uh and so like i said they are, are playing some wii tennis ted comes out saying he's ready to go you know he's even suited up but barney and marshall they're not gonna go because they're in the middle of, of a game of this uh it's wimbledon game. ted yeah it's wimbledon uh ted like i said suited up and uh, apparently it took him way too long. Well, way and I long. love that they make the comment. He's like, this is my just rolled out of bed look. And Marshall's like, yeah, that takes you an hour to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like something about tweezing and pulling and, and tugging. And Bar- yeah, and tugging. And then Marshall, or Barney's like, and that's just before he starts his hair. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great, it was a great little, uh, little jab there. Uh, and so... They tell him to just go, and they'll meet him there in, like, five minutes because they want to finish up their game. Yep. So Ted heads down to the bar saying he's going to order three beers. Five minutes, guys. That's it. Yep. Lily and Robin then walk out of the bedroom, out of uh, Lily's bedroom, talking about boots. Lily, you know, because uh, she lent Robin some boots. Not Dora's monkey. No, not Dora's monkey. Mark, Mark. <laughs> so, so we flash to a clearance boot sale. And that Lily was at, and she's fighting for a pair of boots with this unknown woman. We don't see her face or anything. Uh, and she gets Lily gets knocked down, loses out on the boots, and says, "You're on the list, bitch." That that was great. Uh, Robin is borrowing these boots because she has a date, and she okay. hasn't shaved her legs because, as she says, she has a strict no shave rule for the first three dates. Barney 
you know, she, he, he, I love that because Barney makes the comment. He's like, it doesn't matter. We don't care. Guys don't care. Yeah. Guy, he's <laughs> like, it's like a game of golf. Guys just yeah. want to get on the green. They don't want to think I go through the rough. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can't, I'm not going to deny that. It's definitely true. Uh, so Barney then gets a call from Ted uh, saying that the beers are ready, but they say they aren't coming. Because nope. Marshall has already taken his <laughs> pants off. His up. No, I don't know if you caught this. When Barney picks up the phone, Marshall's pants are still on. Oh, yeah. So from the time that he answers the phone to when they flash back to them, which is just a matter of seconds, Marshall has whipped his pants up. I mean, that doesn't <laughs> shock me. I just th- I just find that hilarious because I didn't I caught that on my second time through. I was like it's like, wait a minute, he's wearing the pants at the beginning of this call. Yep. And just like 10, 15 seconds later, no pants. Well, how long does it take you to take pants off? I mean, it definitely doesn't take long, but I just think it's <laughs> I it makes me think Marshall knew what bar that you know that it was you know, Ted was calling to get him to come down, and he's like, I don't want to go. I'm taking my pants off. It's Wimbledon. He needs the freedom and the movement, Judge. He does. He needs all of that. And Hopefully it helps. Uh, so Ted starts awkwardly talking to his beers uh, when none other than Trudy from the pineapple incident walks up to him. Yeah, yeah. And, and she and looks fucking hot. Danica, Danica McPatrick, I think is something like that is what her something name is. Like that. Uh, she, yeah, she is gorgeous. Um, they start chatting, reconnecting, you know, there's still, there's still chemistry there between the two of them. Oh yeah. And, uh, just just then, one of her old sorority sisters comes in. Uh, her name is Rachel, played by uh, Busy Phillips, who also is gorgeous, in my opinion, uh, walks in, and they start excitedly conversing, you know, reminiscing about old times. And they and they leave Ted uh, to go get a table, and Ted feels left out once again. He feels like, as the title says, yep. a third wheel. And as Ted is about to leave, Rachel walks up to him and tells him that she wants him to stay. You could see, man, in her eyes, she's got the hots for a little Teddy boy. Oh yeah, but did you Teddy did style. you hear what he says to the beers before he walks over there? I don't remember what he said. Okay, no. guys, be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's Ted for you. <laughs> and I was like, brilliant. Nobody wants it. First off, he's referring to himself, and I get that. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, nobody wants a piss warm beer. So be yeah. cool. It like, works. It works in both both ways. I like it. Oh yeah. It fucking it makes me chuckle. Like yeah. that's a me joke. I'd be <laughs> okay, like, guys, be gotcha cool. this beer. Be cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, be cool. He's trying to psych himself up, you know. Uh so after the opener, we head back to the apartment where uh Marshall and Barney are still playing the Wii. Uh when Ted calls Barney to say that he's got two girls who both seem interested. Uh, he needs to know who he should go for. At this point, it's not about the possibility of the three-way. He's just like, they're both into me. Oh, Which yeah. one Which should one I one? pick? That yep. The three-way thing hasn't even crossed his mind yet. So Barney says, always go for the new girl. You know, new is always better. That's a and Barney. The, the Barney funny thing is, we haven't gotten that episode. No, yet. we haven't. And so, he starts it off here. Yeah. Yeah. No, new is always better. New is always better. Yeah. Uh, So Lily takes the phone from him and decides she's going to, you know, she she talks to him and decides that she's going to head down to the bar to help him to to figure this out. So he heads back over to the table 
And you can tell they are both vibing hard on Teddy West. So fucking hard, man. I'm surprised his dick wasn't out and in their mouth at the bar. I mean, like, I've I've never had that. And I'm just like, come on, Ted. Don't don't squander this. Right. Like, uh, so Lily calls and he pretends that it's his mom because she's she's in the bar and can see what's going on. And uh, she's given him the info saying that they're definitely both into him. Uh, you know, touching his arm and playing with their hair. We get a quick flash over to Robin's date where she's doing the exact same thing as her exact same thing as her date talks about being a doctor. Yeah. She, she is on the hook uh, for this. (laughs) (laughs) Totally ready to, to, to get down. Uh, But then we go back to the bar. Lily says that uh, they want him bad and he can, he has his choice. You know, he, (laughs) He is the boot sale, or there, there's a boot sale, and he is the boot. He is the boot. He is the boot. It's a boot time. <laughs> it is. Uh, so then Lily gets a, a phone call, and it's from Robin, and she's asking her to bring her a razor because she wants to shave so that she can sleep with this guy. Oh, yeah. And uh, Lily eventually agrees and, and to get it and runs off. Ten of the girls are talking when it's brought, uh, it's kind of brought out that there's something that they've always wanted to do and they whisper it to Ted. And this is where we flash back to that original phone call from the beginning where he's saying that uh, it's a possible three way and he's going for the belt. Yep. So now we know officially, you know what the belt is. It's uh, you know, claiming for the three way. And we learned that it's not just a metaphorical belt, but it's an actual wrestling championship, specifically the WWF Winged Eagle World Championship title, which I yes. love that that's what Barney uses. It's a it's so, a great title. It's a great with title. also purchases a crown because he slept with someone yes. from uh, I think he says as the world turns. Yeah, I think I think it was as the world. So okay, turns. so here's my first question of the episode. Okay, why is it always the winged championship that people buy? I think it's scrubs. Use I think the it's the belt. look. I think it's the look. First off, um, it wasn't terribly old at that point. It was only like it was less than a decade old because that True. that belt ended in ninety eight, and this was two thousand seven. So it's less than ten years old. Uh, but I think it's it's just a good looking belt. Honestly, I mean, it's not that know. it's not, but there are so many like better championships out there. Maybe it's just the wrestling fan in me that I'm like, why is it always the winged eagle? Not like- I think it's the most flashy because like it's it's get like like we said, it's got like a big eagle on it. It's got the colorful world in the middle. It's yeah, I but think- they could have went with the attitude era one and it it still has the big eagle at the top and a bigger world. Yeah, maybe. Um I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning behind it specifically is, but I just uh, I, I thought like about it, it today though because I, I remembered Scrubs when they do the intern episode. Yeah, JD also uses the wing title. What do you know? Do you remember what season that was in? Uh, season was it, was it early? Yeah, was it's it, like it's either okay. season one or season two. That makes more sense then because that show started in like two thousand and one. So like it was only a couple years retired yeah. that title belt. Yeah. So it actually makes more sense on Scrubs than it does on this show. Fair, you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe how I met your mother borrowed it from Scrubs. Maybe, 
Yeah, you never know. I, I kind of want to tweet Carter and whoever did Scrubs, uh, Bill Miller, Bill Lawrence, yeah, Bill Lawrence and be yeah. like, hey, guys, why the winged eagle? Yeah, do it. Uh, absolutely. After this, I, 100%, you need to you need to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, I love that title. I'm, I'm just glad to see it. I love that. the any Like you said before, anytime they do some wrestling Oh, yeah. I always love when the wrestling references cross over any show. Yeah. Yeah. It always makes me uh, happy to see. Uh, so Marshall is disappointed that he's never you know, been told about the belt as he claims he could go for the belt. Yeah. Barn, yeah. All three of them laugh at him. Yep. Which I think is funny. So like, well, here's, here's my question, though. Is it really, though, feasible that Marshall couldn't? Because I feel like there is one person in Lily's past that they could. And it's not who you'd think. Well, who do you think it is then? Michelle. Oh, yeah. You're right. I mean, if anybody, it, yeah, let's get Michelle up in this joint. Because, yeah, that's the thing. They all laugh being like, um, you know, that could never happen. I can understand Lily laughing about that because it would involve her. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's it's her choice, really. But like <laughs> theoretically, if Lily's down to clown, yeah, he can now, get that belt. If I can cross show universes and make a amazing what I think would be a hot three way, all women, mind you, it'd be Victoria, it would be Lily, and would be Madison with two N's and one Y. But it ain't where you think. Because Madison's just... <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's from She-Hulk. Uh-huh. <laughs> two wins, one Y. I love that but you're it's... like, we're going to do a crossover, and it's still two people. From... <laughs> you could have done three different shows if you had wanted. That's true. I mean, I would probably replace Robin with... Uh, well, no, uh, you, you'd said Victoria and or, uh, Sorry, yeah. I would probably replace <laughs> Lily with Kat Denning's character from Two Broke Girls. That's solid, bro. Victoria, solid. Madison, and is it Max? Yeah, is Max. that her name? Max? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Madison, though. <laughs> Two wins, one you really, Y. You're really liking this Madison it's, girl. <laughs> dude, it's just the way she says it. Can you spell that? It's, it's Madison with two wins, one Y. And it ain't where you think. <laughs> That's fair. All right. So uh, uh, Marshall then goes into a scenario where if he if Lily died, he could then go for the belt. But like I said, I mean, I feel I feel like Marshall never even considers the possibility of Lily being down for a threesome herself. True. You know what I mean? Well, so here's the weird thing though, because I thought about this while I was watching the episode too, and it, it took me out of the episode for a minute, and I had to go back. Okay. So he has no problems thinking about Lily dying here. So he can hypothetically have a threesome. Mm. But we learn later on that Marshall can't even masturbate without having to kill Lily in his mind. Yeah. But he can think about trying to have a threesome. Yeah. But he's, you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe this whole situation kind of cuts him off from that ability later on. (laughs) Yeah, like like, um, psychologically fucks him over. Yeah. Hey man, maybe why not? You know, because she she seems real like not okay with it. Because we see later on that he has to really like really get intricate in this scenario for her oh, to yeah. just be like, okay, you know, okay, fine, you know, you do what you got to do. Hmm. Like she she seems like it, 
he's not even allowed to move on at you know when she dies. I mean, it's Marshall. He wouldn't move on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would hope that for his own sake that you know he could find himself some happiness nah, if that were would. to happen. He, he but would be, yeah, you're probably right. He would just he would devote all his time to looking for like Nessie and Sasquatch. Yep. Just saying that's exactly in honor of Lily. Yeah, he 100. percent That is what he would do. Uh, so Ted asks what he should do, and Barney has a few questions for him. First, is the aggregate age of all participants under 83? I thought that was funny because he does he uses 83. 83 yep. Yeah. Uh, two, is the aggregate weight of all participants under 400 pounds? Now, this one, the guy has to be fairly small himself, really. Oh, yeah. Because, like, let's say the dude is 200 pounds. You know, maybe he's you he, he kind of muscular. He doesn't have to be fat or anything. I mean, 200 pounds. I'd love to be 200 pounds. I'm just saying. Uh, let's say he's 200 pounds. That only leaves like an average of a hundred pounds per girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trust so me, like, I was thinking about that. I am like, Ted had to be at least like a good, like two, two something in that episode or maybe. I mean, he's probably close, like maybe like 175. I could maybe. see that. But like if Barney had said an aggregate weight of 500 pounds, I wouldn't be having this discussion right now. That's true. Nope. Like I would not well, have he any says 400 issues. even, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Quick math here. Because my math is horrible. <laughs> so let's go 400 divided by 3. That's 133.3. 33333. Yeah. So, like, so yeah. Here, here's a reference point. Pam from The Office. Do you remember the episode where they where they do the the weigh in thing and their and their yeah weight loss in that like you know what she looks like in that episode she's she's one hundred and twenty six pounds in that episode holy shit so like think about that how small she is yeah and that's her weight but if a guy I mean Ted's minimum one fifty. So we're talking an average of 125 per girl. Well, in all fairness, though, Trudy is a fucking she's she's skinny, she's, she's small, tiny. Yeah, but, but it's, like it's Rachel's other... Ra- Rachel's thick, and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but and then here's the other question: How the fuck does Ted know how much either of them weigh? Realistically, yeah. he he would throw the fucking belt out the window at that point if he asked. Yeah. But knowing what we know from later on, maybe that's what Barney was trying to have happen. Maybe. It's very possible. Uh, and so then his third question is, are you paying... Ted Mosby, are you paying these women? <laughs> are is, that, sure? is that a fair question to ask, though? I mean, I think so, because I don't think it should count if, 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 if they're sex workers. I mean, that's not, yeah, that's, Ted, that's not playing the game. Ted would not pay for a prostitute. No, he wouldn't. But I mean, it's Barney. He's got it. He's going to ask. That's true. You know, that's fair. But I do think it's actually a fair question for the for the for competition the of the belt. You know that's what I mean? Fair. Because then you could just be like, oh, yeah, I went and paid, you know, a couple of sex workers to, you know, have three way with me. And now I get this belt. So you know? so in in logistics <laughs> of the belt, because, you know, you have to be in a three way to to get the belt. Mm-hmm. And this is it's going to be funny. This is going to be telling a personal story on our behalf. Uh, and at the same time, it's going to be a wrestling 
uh, terminology that some will get. Most people should get. Okay. We're tag team champions. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I didn't realize it's a double entendre. There it is, sir. If I... If I if this were the kind of, of show uh, where I made funny titles for every episode, I probably would have called this tag team champions of the or something like that. Bro, you do realize <laughs> right now though, if I was to buy like if I was to buy a single tag team championship like replica, we could hold it between us and that would be an accurate photo. I mean you got a foam one? I have a foam one. Next time I come down, we're doing this picture. <laughs> I have one of the I have one of the the, the bronze ones. Oh fuck. <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing Shit. it, sir. I love it. All right. So when we head back out, the girls are gathering their coats to leave. And they suggest going to his place to listen to some music. Specifically, uh, a Wilco CD that he apparently... I don't know the band Wilco, to be honest with you. Never heard apparently, of them. They do uh, have a song in this episode, but I've never, I'd never heard of them. I'm assuming they're probably like a late 90s, early 2000s band of some... Indie band of some sort, but no idea. Um, but uh, Ted very excitedly agrees to this, and they head out. Uh, so the back upstairs, Marshall and Lily are going through the possible scenarios in which he may be allowed to have a three-way after she is dead. Uh, we had talked a little bit about this. She's obvious. It seems like she doesn't want him to do this at all. And she finally relents something, you know, it's like she's dead and he's, what is it? He, he's like in a coma he's or like something. State. Yeah. There's uh, these two random nurses and she just finally gives it. She's like, fine. Have your way with the three. As he's the, trying to do like Morse code with his eyes. Please yeah. don't. I love my. I'm like, yeah. dude. He's like, she's like, go ahead, ride the tricycle with your two nurses because tonight you're riding the unicycle. And I love his line. I already did that this once this morning. I mean, he's, it's yeah. what it is. Yeah, man, that's married life for you. Boom. There it is. Can't even uh, argue that one. Uh, so then Lily gets a call from Robin who is still waiting for her because she never showed up and Lily says I can't I can't make it now uh, so Robin then asks the waitress there uh, if she could run to the corner store to get her a, a razor uh, and the waitress says she essentially says she'll do it for 50 bucks and I'm like damn this uh, I mean this lady ain't getting a tip I mean she's already got her tip at this point because she does give her the money you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, at this point, I don't think she gives a fuck if, if Robin leaves her a tip because she made way more doing this than she would ever have gotten with a tip yeah. from Robin. So she, she she's a bitch to her the rest of the time. She don't care. I mean, um, she really doesn't. I mean, Robin asked nicely, like, for 20 yeah. bucks, can you go get me a raise? And lady's like, for 50? Yeah. 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 It's just like, really? Whatever. Uh, but then uh, Barney then gets a text from Ted telling them that they are coming, uh, combing up SARS. So it says, <laughs> which I love, uh, which means he's coming upstairs. And then they all rush off and out of the room. Ted and, and the two ladies come in and he heads into his bedroom to find the CD. But Barney, Marshall and Lily are in there. And Lily tells him that, uh, you know, he they can use his, uh, their room instead. 
But it's like, why didn't they just go into their own room in the first place? Well, and that, I thought about that. Like, if they knew Ted was coming upstairs with two girls to bang, why did they go in his room? I don't know. Because it wouldn't have made for a better story if they were in their own room. No, no, I get that storyline wise, but why did the characters go in that room? It I doesn't think it was, make sense. I think it was supposed to be the state of panic. You don't think about things. Maybe, yeah. They're like, we just got to get out of here. And they just went for the first room. I they mean, saw. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't be the first time he banged somebody on the fucking couch. It's Look true. at Victoria. Yeah. Him and Victoria remember the night that Lily and Marshall were locked in the fucking bathroom locked for like in the two bathroom, hours? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so, needless to say, he is not getting access to his own room nope. for uh, for this three-way. Uh, <laughs> and so, when Ted says that he just needs the CD, Barney picks it up and snaps it in half. Fucking breaks it, man. Yeah, right in half. And he says he can't let Ted do this because the belt is his birthright. And so, he tells this story of how he was he was close to riding the tricycle once before. <laughs> yep. But, a, but a, a wine spill incident prevented it from happening. And Ted angrily talks to Barney about this. And while he's doing this, you see, if you're paying attention, obviously, you see Lily, Lily walks out, sneak out behind Ted out the, out the door. And Ted notices and goes out and grabs her before uh, they see her. Uh, and she reveals that Rachel is actually the woman that she fought for the boots earlier in the episode who knocked her down. And now yep. she hates this girl and doesn't want to give up her room for the nope. thief. I love Ted, though. How about for the full retail price of the boot? And yep. that handed her like 80 bucks. Yeah. She is easy to pay, to buy off. The, you know, the painting, <laughs> the naked painting of Barney. Yeah. You know, uh, this, like, she she's down for some cash. Yeah, until She'll it comes it. to selling off her clothes. Well, yeah, that's 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 her own like stuff. No, I know. I feel like I I get that. Um, but yeah, she she's down to to change her views on things for a little bit of cash. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So then we head back over to the restaurant. The waitress gives Robin a bag, and it's a big ass bag. I felt. Yeah. For, for one sing- little razor? For one yeah. razor and no shaving cream. Well, because ra- she didn't ask for shaving cream. No, I get it. But, like, if if this chick wasn't being such a beast, I feel like you could have just assumed that you probably would have needed it. She gave you 50 bucks. You could have just picked up yeah. a dollar can of freaking, you know, shaving cream just in yeah. case. Not be a complete and total B. But, no. You know, we're keeping that rolling for, for, for this one. Uh, and so, Robin has to be inventive. You know, she heads to the bathroom to try to use some soap, but it's all out. So what is she going to use, John? So this is where my second question comes in. Okay. So I understand using the hand soap because you can lather it and rub it on. And it does the kind of sort of what shaving cream would do. But instead, because the hand soap being out, she goes out and steals butter off someone's table. Yeah. Would butter work, though? I think on, like, something like a leg where it's, like, not super thick, like, as opposed to, like, a beard, I think it would work because it would it would allow for that slickness that you would need at times. Um, I don't think it would necessarily work on a beard because how much thicker it I is. Just, yeah, I don't you know. know I mean? just, I feel like... 
I feel like butter is too thick. Maybe, but I mean, but I don't, I don't see. I, I guess, guess it depends how much she puts on her leg. I mean, she puts a good glob on there, man. Yeah, if she like rubs it in and gets it like, and, and doesn't just leave a glob as she, then it would probably work better. You know, but, I'm gonna pull a John Malkovich and ask my Oreo. <laughs> what does the Oreo say? It says it probably works. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> the next time you feel the need to shave a leg, you try some butter. See what happens. <laughs> Malkovich says it's a good idea. And that's all that matters. Uh, so as she's attempting to shave with the butter, she jumbles around and then suddenly slips and just, boom, right down on the floor. She just, she just... Hard. Hard man, she hits the the floor hard. Uh, and then we we leave her. We don't actually know what happens. We flash back over to Ted, who says he can't find the CD. You know because obviously Barney snapped it in half. Uh, but they don't mind because they can still have some fun without music. Oh yeah, oh, they yeah. can have a lot of fun without music. Mm-hmm. And like the pressure is building, and like they are so ready for this. Right? They are Mount Von Mount Vesuvius. And Pompey has no idea what's about to hit it. Yeah, and and Ted freaks out with the buildup of all this pressure <laughs> and says, you know what? It's getting late. I'll get your coat. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes back into his room to yeah. being like, I'll get your coats. It's like, oh, my God, Ted. What are I you doing? I do love, though, that like, he goes back in there. He's like, I'll get your coats. It's the opposite of what I want to do. <laughs> I want to get clothes off of them. Yeah. And Marshall's and my- like, yeah, go ahead. Marshall and Lily kind of like make fun of him a bit for this. Yeah, and this is where I love Barney though. Barney's like, yeah. leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, man. He out of right. nowhere, man. He takes this super personally. I, I'm I'm gonna go movie quote on this one. You ready? Sure. Live her alone, man. Live her alone. Live her alone. Uh, so he then tells a slightly <sighs> different version of the story that he told before, where. When he was during his shot at the, at the belt, he too got freaked out and purposefully spilled the wine and made a big deal about it and then took off. Yep. And this isn't the last time that we see something like this happen with Barney as we get a whole episode about it called the Yips. Yips. Yep. Yeah, man. Thought about that myself. Yeah. So now here's a question that just popped into my mind. Okay. So, third question for the episode. I like it. Have you ever had a moment where a three-way presented itself to you, and you <laughs> had a moment like Barney and Zed? Unfortunately, no. Neither have I. Yeah. No, that's a lie. That is a lie. Mary. Okay. I. Do you remember? Um, oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The after. Yeah. Well, no, no. It was my. It was the first time with Mary. That I had the issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and, right. You're right. But the second time, that went through my head before it even started. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, am I going to have this problem? I'm like, oh, God, what mm-hmm. happens if that happens again? Yeah. But then it ended up just being fun and... Yeah, man. Yeah. Fun times. Fun. Tag team champs. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-time tag team champs. That's right, man. That's right. <laughs> we are almost the New Age Outlaws, the five-time tag team champions of the world. 
Speaking of, you know, tonight being a Monday, Monday Night Raw was tonight. This is 25th, 25th anniversary, anniversary of, of Degeneration X. Hells yeah. Gonna have to watch that. But yeah, except that, poor poor Billy Gunn won't be there. Yeah, you know. You win some, you o- lose only some. Only half of the outlaws will be there. Like I said, you win some, you lose some. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> but then <laughs> uh, you know, he will not allow Barney will not allow Ted to give up no, on this. He you know? pep talks him. Yeah, oh yeah. He says that he will help him to fulfill his destiny. He realizes that he can make Ted the man he needs to be to claim the belt. That's right. And he gives him some steps to success, as I I put it in here. Uh, His plan includes some tequila, some dancing, some foot massages, and the thought of possible death. You know, the mortality angle. I love how, though, like, as he's telling him, like, Ted's like, we don't have an automatic fireplace. He's like, that's right. That's my house. Yep. He's like, why would I do this? And he's like, listen, Ted, just shut the fuck up. Yep. And once he gets through the plan, Ted's like, you're right, Barney. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to be Rocky Balboa. There it is. That's me adding that in there. But And then he goes out there, and what happens, Josh? Oh, he gets out there, and they're gone. They're gone. But then he hears some giggling from the other bedroom, and he heads over there, opens the door, and, 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 it's, and it's like that scene in Pulp Fiction when they open up the briefcase. It's just like everything you wanted is right there. And then we go to the next day at the bar. Barney's asking him if he did it, but Ted won't say. Because as he says, you know, at the beginning, some stories just don't need to be told. And this frustrates Barney so oh, yeah. he much. even takes the belt up. He's like, the belt, Ted. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, did he? Don't I, I think he did. Mainly oh, because Mainly because if he didn't, I don't think he would have had any issue saying that he didn't. Exactly. I think he would have played the sympathy card that he didn't, you know, it didn't happen because he would want them to feel bad for him. That is exactly how I know Ted did it. Uh, not he, that's how I know Ted did it. Because, yes. like you said, if he didn't, he would have been like, you know, guys, there's always going to be another chance. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. It yeah. wasn't my night. Oh, well. Yeah. Yep. He played it coy and mm-hmm. he fucked with Barney. That's how you know Ted Mosby is the true champion. Yes, sir. He is the true three-way champion. <laughs> and then uh, after yeah. that, they fade is like you finally you get some wrap up to, to I was Robin. Say, you think they're about to fade to the the end <laughs> credits, but instead we get to go back to the restaurant mm-hmm. where the doctor is standing outside the bathroom and he's like, uh, excuse me, miss, my date went in here and I was wondering if you could tell me if she's still in there. Yeah. And the waitress looks in there and there's poor Robin on the floor. Yeah. Knock the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And she's like looking at her and then she's like, shuts the door and she goes, you know, she's not in there, but the bathroom window is open. And he goes, oh man, that makes sense. Cause she was acting weird all night. Right. And the girl's like, she was acting weird. Yep. And then she fucking flirts with him and goes off, and she probably sucks his dick. <laughs> You're probably right. And then after they leave, Robin yeah. comes stumbling out of the bathroom, like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. going down. I'm going down. And boom, yeah. down she goes again. Uh, as now, that 
is the episode. You know what the funny <laughs> thing is, though, is because you know that there was one more funny scene that would have been funny if they'd have attached it to that. What? There's the table sitting right there to where Robin like comes out. You can see like the back of the guy sitting there. Mm-hmm. She goes down. It would have been great, even if you don't see the guy. If you just hear, "Is there a doctor in the house?" I was thinking it would have been funny. It's like she goes down, and the guy's like, "Can somebody bring me some more butter?" Because it's the table <laughs> yeah, that she took the it's butter. The table from. they took the butter from. Yeah, yeah. Somebody bring me some uh, more butter. Shit. Uh, either way, that would have been funny. But nonetheless, that is the end of this episode here, season three, episode three, third wheel. John, what are your overall thoughts on this one? I honestly, like I said, this is one of my favorite like little episodes. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't feel like a full episode. It goes by really quick. It's funny from start to finish. Yeah, fucking the inclusive of the belt. The bring back of Trudy, Bussy yeah. Phillips, yeah, all man. the way around, man. Like, I just, I love this episode. Yeah. And I, like I said, this could easily be in my Mount Rushmore of High Mighty yeah. Mother episodes. This might be in the, uh, you know, last episode we were reading off some comments yeah, and stuff. Yeah, somebody here, our top 10. Yeah, this could definitely, could, I mean, I don't know if it will be, but it could be in that top 10. Who knows? So, we'll see. Speaking of that, so <laughs> we'll, let's discuss this for a second. They want us to put a top 10 list together, but do we want to do an individual list or do we want to do a last calls top 10 list? Mm, that's a good question. And if we do a, a combined list, do we want to do the common, the combining on air where Ooh. we have our lists and then figure out which, where we, which ones would stay on the main yes. list? Yes, we know? should. So Maybe we'll each come up. So, okay. So you're hearing her right on episode three first. Josh and I are going to come up with a top 10 list by the last end of the season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, it's going to be a while. Cast. Yeah. But when we finally get there, it's going to be two separate lists and we make into one list. Yeah. What will make the cut? Yeah, there it is. There it is. I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. So uh, now that we have gone over the episode, it is that time, folks. It is time for Barney's blog. Suit up, bitches. That's right. Okay, so this uh, edition of Barney's blog is titled Freeway. And it aired originally on uh, Tuesday, or it was written on Tuesday, October 9th of 2007. When it says, when entering a location, it's crucial for a gentleman to immediately assess all potential three ways, preferably within 30 seconds. You just have to know what to look for to help you practice. Uh, I have provided illustrations of three common situations uh, you may encounter at the local watering hole. A typical greenhorn might rush to judge and bark up the wrong tree. So take your time and look closely. Now, this has pictures, okay? Several pictures. Okay. Little drawings that he did to go along with what he's saying. So (laughs) for those of you uh, on the podcast channel, uh, I apologize. You're not going to see these pictures, um, but you know, check out the the YouTube channel. Even if you just skip to the end to, to see the Barney's blog portion of it, uh, you know, it's fun. It's always a good time. So, here is the first image. Here we got a couple of ladies here, crude stick figure drawings. Uh, you know, they're holding hands, and and one of them is touching the other one's uh, face here. And he says, uh, "Torso articulated forward." Indicating interest, check. Hair play, check. Non-essential skin-on-skin contact, 
check. It's a three-way waiting to happen, right? Hold on, folks, because the answer is wrong. Here's our next uh, next two here. It says, if you want to pop the tent on your, own, <laughs> on your own three-ring circus, you need to hone your powers of perception. A blind puppy can see that subject A is not caressing her friend's hair and affection. Rather, she is removing an errant piece of onion ring. Okay, but what about the hand holding? That's a clear sign, uh, as clear a sign as you get. If they so much as look at you, you'll be unearthing Triceratops fossils at at all night long, right? Wrong. She's examining her best friend's shiny new engagement ring. Three-way potential? 0.0001%. All right. So that's the first scenario. Okay. The second scenario, here we got this picture here. It's, you know, two more stick figure ladies, one with, uh, you know, beads and one with, uh, you know, who's pouring some sort of liquid, whether it be water or beer or whatever, all over her chest. I was going to say, it definitely looks like a Mardi Gras situation. Yeah, probably. probably. And it says, what about these two? Uh, this one's in the bag. All that's missing are several yards of beer, the promise of a foam party, and some chick serving test tube shots and blowing a whistle in your ear. And these two will have successfully imported San Padre Island to your favorite bar. Fact. Wet t-shirts, like pillow fights and sleepovers, increase female-to-female attraction by a factor of 83 units. It's only a matter of time before you're exploring the tri-state area with these sassy lasses, right? wrong here's our next two pictures <laughs> uh says really it's like we're not even looking at the same picture our subject pours water over herself in what looks like wild sapphic abandon but wrench your eyes away from the main attraction and you'll discover the reason for this public shower a, sh- a stain on her brand new expensive blouse the only thing on her mind the rest of the night will be how to surgically reattach the price tag to exchange her top. Then it says, speaking of exchanging her top, surely her friend with the beads is ready to go, right? No, and don't call me Shirley. The be- <laughs> yeah, the beads are part of an elaborate sting, a carefully choreographed ruse designed <coughs> to score free drinks the rest of the evening. Notice the never-ending queue of gentlemen waiting uh, their turn to buy this wild lady a drink. The closest any dude's coming to a three-way is splitting the tab with two of these guys. All right. So then we've got our third scenario coming up, our third (coughs) final scenario. We've got these two ladies here. We've got one uh, looks like she's sitting at the bar drinking uh, looks like a martini. And then uh, what looks, yeah, it looks like a waitress taking uh, her order. Okay, let me see if I can figure it out. Okay. Uh, The girl with the drink is trying to get over a boyfriend or waiting for her boyfriend and having a martini while she's waiting. And the waitress is simply just trying to take a fucking order. I mean, th- that would be uh, a good thought, but it's definitely not where Barney goes with this. <coughs> Fair enough. And the thing about it is, in his original drawing, there's a lot of details that we don't see. Uh, oh, so, it's, okay. so it says, these two are your best bet. Really? These two? Yes. And how did I determine that these ladies, out of all the women in the bar, are the ones willing to make a triple scoop Sunday? 
please. A kindergartner could uh, a kindergartner could do it. And here's the next set of photos uh, or drawings, I should say. Uh, so the first one is of three glasses. It says, hint, how many glasses are on the bar? Three. Then, then there's a hand. It says, and how many wedding ring. It says, and how many rings are on the fingers? Oh, three. Three. And yes, the one that's missing is from the wedding, the, the wedding finger, the, the ring finger, which I think that's all. I think he should have put that in there because I think that's another key piece. Uh, and then you have the martini glass. Uh, how many olives are in there? Three. Are we seeing a pattern here? <laughs> and then and then it says, yes, that's right. These girls want to go Tripoli so badly. They're resorting to hieroglyphics. All they need is a tour guide. And it says, uh, I, I think you're getting the idea. Keep your eyes open, gents. Never let laziness take away your th uh, freedom. <laughs> yes. Freedom. Yes, freedom. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, this episode of Barney's Blog. Uh, for season three, episode three, third wheel. Uh, John, if you don't have anything else for him, let them know where everybody can find you. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is always simple to find me. Same bat time, same bat channel. Hop on sure. over to Twitter and look up simply saying <clears throat> J1. That's right. And you can follow me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R, as well as uh, at, uh, at Movie Blog Merck. That is a Twitter page for my site, Merkley Movie Blog. If you are watching this uh, on YouTube, you are watching it on the Merkley Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, click that little bell whenever uh, you you know. If you want to hear some more from us, you want to you know stay in tune with it. You know, also check out his movie reviews, his trailer mm -hmm. reactions. Check out all his fun little videos that covers Disney right. and Marvel and Star Wars, which I know is technically Disney. It's true. And, uh, it, you know, check out John's uh, review of the monsters up on my site, MerkwithMovieBlog.com. Be sure to check that out. Uh, and uh, if you are listening on podcast form, if you're on Anchor, you can leave us a voice message. Uh, we will love to hear from you guys. We'll uh, play it on air and talk about whatever you have there to discuss. And if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, you leave a five-star review. And we will read that out as well. Um, but outside of that, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at last call H I M Y M as well as on Patreon at last Patreon. call H I M Y M. So be sure to find us at all those places and, uh, you know, let us know your thoughts on things. We love to hear from you guys. Let us know if you want to see that horror movie, uh, that, that horror special, as we were talking about from, um, and tweet at, uh, Craig, you can't tweet at Carter cause it seems that he has deleted his Twitter. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I have no idea what happened. But you can tweet at Craig and let him know we got to make that happen. You know, let's do it. Let's Even if it's just a fucking like get together short. Yeah, just something you know, <laughs> something like holiday special, <clears throat> like next Halloween or something. I think would be awesome. Uh, but uh, other than that, I ain't got anything left for him, John. What do you got for him? Okay, here's my joke for the week. <laughs> why did the skeleton not want to uh, dance? at the uh, ghoul get-together. Why? Because he had nobody to dance with. He had nobody to dance with. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, shit. You. Listen, you guys don't have to go home, so get the fuck out of here. But don't listen here.
There you go. Catch you next time. <laughs>